Hello and welcome and welcome back to Leaders in Conversation with me, Annie Townend, the podcast that helps you to grow confidence and courage in your leadership. I created this series of candid conversations for leaders to share their inspirational leadership stories, weaving together the threads of their life. Together, we delve into what they really care about, their values and beliefs, their passion and purpose, and how they live and weave these through their leadership every day in all that they do. They offer valuable insights and rich experience to help and inspire you on your own unique leadership journey. If you're not already subscribed, please do review and share it. Thank you. In this episode, I'm delighted to be in conversation with Sophie Devonshire, Global Chief Executive Officer of the Marketing Society, author of two bestseller books and much more. Together, we delve into why marketing matters now more than ever, how leadership is an iterative journey and how to be the editor of your own leadership, and how pace setting and the principles for positivity can speed up your success. Welcome, Sophie. I would love to start by asking you about your story of who you are, your values and beliefs, and why you're here, your purpose and passion, and in particular, the people, places and experiences that have shaped you and made you the brilliant leader you are today. Well, it's great to be here in conversation together with you. Lots of big questions there. So taking a step back and uh, Ignoring the humility I feel when you talk about being a brilliant leader, I can talk about what shaped the person I am today um, and absolutely some thoughts on values and purpose. I think it's quite helpful if anyone's not done this to do that exercise of uh, clarifying what you're here for, what you stand for. I know it's a big part of the Marketing Leaders Programme. I did it in a time when I was doing a lot of writing about leadership, so it was interesting. So... My personal purpose is I love to energize and inspire good leaders to do great things. I've always enjoyed the challenge of working with businesses, working with leaders who are able to make an impact and make a difference. So when I was asked to join the Marketing Society in the middle of the pandemic, um, it felt like a perfect opportunity to work with an amazing community of people um, and to to look at how we could energise, inspire, connect and accelerate their marketing leadership. So you asked about values. Uh, There's lots of things that drive me. There's lots of things that are important to me as well. Um, I summarise the values piece a little bit around a a dual thing. So I talk about wanting to make sure when I, the way in which I behave is with pace and grace. So we'll come on to talk a lot about pace, I'm sure, because I'm fascinated by understanding the variable pace within leadership and within business, you know, how to go incredibly fast when you need to, how to make sure that you're uh, slowing down to, to get things right. So getting the pace right is important. And I love the word grace. So I want to be the sort of person that's thoughtful, in both senses of the word, I love to analyse things, I love to understand what's right and what, what should happen, but also be thoughtful in interactions with others. Uh, I tend to err towards the positive, so uh, part of the energising and inspiring leaders positively as a purpose is about actually how can 
uh, we add a little sunshine into things and make things better. Um, and I think one of my values would be to be human as well. So it's always fascinating in any conversation about leadership, how often the question of being a female CEO comes up, for example. And I know there's a, a lot of organizations I'm part of, and lots of initiatives I'm part of, where we are looking at helping leaders be comfortable with who they are and having a more diverse and representative sample of people become leaders. And I think the first step in that is to be unrelentingly human, to be open, uh, to be considering how the people side of business really, really works. Though I am utterly geekily fascinated by the commercial side of it, by the tech side of it and everything else, uh, being human as well. So the pace and grace piece for me sums up being trying to be thoughtful, uh, trying to be human and having a positive impact. Um, and I'm inspired by creativity. It's part of the reason that I ended up in this career, uh, by connections. Um, I can absolutely see the power of that. And I am um, absolutely driven by curiosity as well. I'm hugely nosy, hugely interested in other people's stories and other businesses' stories and what's going on. Um, and I think that is a classic uh, marketer's trait to be curious about humans and about what difference we can make. So that's the first part of your question. Before you move on to the second part of the question, I'd love to pick up on leading with grace and pace. Um, I think that's lovely and something that I resonate with because I talk about uh, leading with grace and grit, which combines the book title I read many years ago and the title captivated my imagination. And I thought, how can I lead with grace and grit? And you're talking about that humanness, thoughtfulness, uh, but also that leading with pace in particular through your grace and, and pace, which I love. And there's been a lot of um, interesting discussion recently about grit and, of course, resilience. Um, I'm also really interested in uh, Bruce Daisley's latest book on fortitude. And, and fortitude is, is interesting because his hypothesis in that is that actually the personal grit and resilience that we all need is amplified and supported and helped in difficult times by being part of something, being part of a, a community, being part of a group. And so common fortitude helps with everybody's individual grit and all the challenges that everybody faces every single day so yeah really interesting area to keep looking at I think so and and for me the grit is around resilience but also the grace is around the confidence so for mm. me the confidence and resilience go hand in hand and I think our confidence comes from within but it also comes from being with others uh, hence the, the the importance of connection and of community so let's move on to the second part of the uh, the question Sophie but also I'd love to know as part of that were you very curious as a child um, did you love storytelling where did all of that begin so it all, it all began with reading, I imagine. Um, so I'm a voracious, um, addicted, bibliophile, love to read and um, always have. Um, I'm the youngest child of three and I think I probably spent too much time alone in a house in the middle of nowhere and uh, reading was, was a passion. So that, that probably stokes curiosity and an interest in, in creativity as well. I was also very involved in, in drama through my school and university days, which 
It makes it easier to punce around on stage without feeling uh, self-conscious, which helps. But those early years, I don't think they were as seminal as the early years of my business career. I stumbled into marketing like many people do. I happened to join Procter & Gamble. I went along for an interview and was so inspired by the people who interviewed me, a couple of whom I'm still in contact with, actually, and the way in which they talked about enjoying their work and the role that they played as marketers, as business people, that I decided to join. I don't think I felt particularly positively about marketing as a um, career at that stage, but as soon as I joined, I fell totally in love with business, how interesting it is, seeing the difference you can make with marketing and brands, the magic, the art and science, the uh, the magic and logic, the mix of it all is just brilliant. Uh, and I happened to fall totally in love with someone else who was on the graduate trainee program at the same time. Uh, he didn't love uh, brand management as much as I did. It was a classic A-B testing situation uh, and decided to uh, take a different career, which has ended up our joint careers. This person is now my husband. Our joint careers have ended up with us uh, working in different countries, being in different places. It was a a seminal experience in lots of ways, um, that falling in love with all those things. Mm -hmm. And then across my career, I have um, worked for big organizations, brand-led organizations like Procter & Gamble and Coca-Cola. I've worked uh, agency side uh, briefly in the Middle East. And as a consultant, I worked a lot with senior leaders who were looking to deliver their pace and purpose and their brand inside organizations. Um, And I have also set up and sold a e-commerce startup. So worked through the entrepreneurship side of things, which is all fascinating. And across all those different experiences, I have seen the difference that culture can make inside organizations and the different leadership styles. Uh, And I've also seen how exciting it is to make things go faster, to accelerate people's careers, to accelerate people's businesses as well. And at a certain point in about 2017, I realized that a lot of people that I was um, consulting with at the time were really struggling with the concept of getting the pace right. Uh, The massive decade of acceleration that's happened in technology post the iPhone um, had led to incredible opportunities for companies to go faster and go go further, but it also put a lot of pressure on people to deliver at pace. So I spent a lot of time researching and trying to understand what leaders needed to do to operate in a super fast world. And that's been fascinating. One of the things that's, that's shaped my experiences has been spending time uh, interviewing 100 different leaders for my book, Superfast, uh, which came out a few years ago, um, and the uh, subsequent work I've done with coaching, mentoring, working with different leaders on how they get the pace right, um, and also what 21st century leadership really looks like, right? We're in a world where we can no longer command and control. We have to trust and inspire. We can no longer tell people what to do. We we have to storytell. Um, we can no longer scream at people like the, uh, the the people used to do on the roller coasters, scream at them to go faster. We have to create frameworks to speed up the structures and um, to make things successful. And that whole shift is fascinating. And I'm very interested right now in, in how we can support each other inside businesses to make sure that we're not just moving at speed, but in the right direction 
So uh, when I was researching the book, one of my favorite things was I, I spent some time with um, some engineers um, talking about physics of speed. And one of them said, oh, Sophie, don't talk about speed. Talk about velocity. It's a much sexier word. And they're absolutely right. Because velocity, velocity is very simply speed in a given direction. And if you want to be a good, purposeful leader, if you want to make an impact and make a difference, working out what that direction should be is the most important part of it all. And then you can move everybody with velocity and in a way that is good for business, it's good for the world and good for the people involved. I love the word velocity in a particular direction. How can leaders do that? How can they lead with velocity in a particular direction? Other than reading your book to find out, what would you recommend? The power and the responsibility, therefore, that marketers have is very important. It's very important for leaders to be responsive at the moment, and marketers particularly. Things are changing so fast, you've got to move fast. But working out how to be responsible as well, and therefore move with velocity, you know, looking at the triple bottom line, looking at you know, long-term brand building legacy. I would say never, 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 never underestimate the power of the pause. So spending time uh, to bring people together, to plan, to strategize, to connect, all those pauses are ways in which you can set up frameworks to help you go faster in the long term. I've talked already about the Marketing Leaders Programme, and I think what's beautiful about that, one of the reasons I love the fact that the Marketing Society is doing that with you, Annie, and with Accenture Song, um, and bringing so many people together for 19 years, is when I speak to people who've been involved, they talk about it as this brilliant, perfect pause where they're allowed to think about themselves. Um, and the reason I can rattle off, you know, what's my purpose, what my values are, it took a long time for me to work that out. I spent time with different people and sounding boards to, to really articulate that. But it's been this brilliant filter and foundation for my decision-making and for the way in which I act. So slowing down on the Marketing Leaders Programme or taking time to work with a coach or giving yourself some time to think about you as a leader helps you have a, a framework. And within that, there's a lot of freedom, but a framework which allows you to say, well, uh, that's the right role for me, or these are the right decisions I should be making about the time I spend every day. So building in pauses to think, um, pauses to plan, and if you're, like me, a relatively impatient leader and you want to see things grow and move fast, actually thinking of it as a neurological framing there, or behavioural science framing, I'm sure, language framing, to say uh, it's a pause. You're not actually slowing down. You're not stopping. It's just a pause to make sure that you've planned, a pause to make sure that you've, you know, like before any project, do a, a pre-mortem, putting a pause halfway through a project because when you tell people they're halfway through, they always speed up. Putting in a pause in afterwards to get fast feedback. The pauses are what leaders can do to help get the pace right for everybody. Really great. I think I've heard you refer to that as the strategic pause. Uh, I remember you opening the programme and inviting uh, people to think of the programme as a strategic pause. And I really get that that's all about taking time in order that you can lead with velocity in a particular direction and, and regularly taking those pauses. You've also talked, Sophie, about being your own editor. 
um, as a leader. And can you say more about that in terms of leadership being an iterative process in, in which we are our own editors? So uh, just, just the record, writing a book is actually incredibly hard. I totally underestimated it the first time I did it. Uh, it's, it's kind of like becoming a parent. It's a brilliant idea in theory. There's certainly some pleasure in the conception, um, but actually getting it out is really quite painful, uh, but it's totally worth it, really totally worth it. But actually, although the writing was hard, the part that was crucifying was the editing, what you take out, what you don't do. But it's also a huge theme in the book. Best bit of advice I was ever given when I was suffering from utter overwhelm was uh, a friend who said to me, darling, you can do anything. And I was like, oh, thanks. You can do anything, but you can't do everything. And the same is true as individuals, the same is true in business. And great leaders are able to purge, prioritize, focus. Anybody who, who looks at how you, you can really focus is really really powerful and it's really hard because you're making choices uh, the ability to edit and amplify is fantastic um now actually there's a limit to that and you know actually the super fast people and people who achieve things do juggle a hell of a lot but editing what you work on and editing what you do and thinking about that is, is absolutely allied to the idea of the pause some of the great leaders i see within the marketing society do this definitely um this is what we are going to prioritise. These are our, our, our big areas of focus. This is, this is what we're doing. And the ability to edit that, I think, can be really hard and choosing it and, and getting it right. But for me, that's very, very important. And then the second part, the idea of iterative. So anybody who's studied what's happened with um, uh, an agile approach to things, seeing what's happened with a fantastically high vertiginous growth startups, know that the ability to uh, test and learn, evolve, iterate, you know, uh, put something in front of the customer, the consumer, and continue to evolve it is an incredibly powerful way to move fast. Um, but I think one of the things about leadership that we've all learned in the last few years um, is that we have the ability to continue to change, to grow, to learn throughout our lives. As part of my research for Superfast, I spoke to 100 different leaders across the world and a couple of them were, you know, 72, 75. One brilliant guy who was, you know, starting his a whole new database startup at 72. Uh, age is not a barrier to being successful. But those people who were learning, um, who were just doing great things later on in their life, all were relentlessly curious. And they all made time to continue to polish, um, develop their leadership skills, to learn from how other people were doing it, to test and learn their own thing, to spend time to reflect on it. Because if you think of ourselves as an iterative journey at progress, not perfection, it means that we can continue to, to grow um, and respond to when things do change. You know, all the leaders who are now having to build relationships uh, remotely because they work on global brands or because post-pandemic people are working hybrid. That's a different skill. I just love the idea of what am I doing uh, throughout my career and life, which is going to continue to make me a better human, a better leader. Um, and better is, is both success-focused and commercial, as well as uh, being somebody who actually has a positive impact on others around them.
you're all about positivity and having a positive impact of helping good people do great things. Where does that positivity come from, Sophie? Where it comes from is the fact that there are stories out there, incredible stories out there, if we look for those positive stories, of people who've achieved amazing things. So one of the things I love about having spent time with um, founders of great startups or um, leaders who've absolutely transformed organizations in my consultancy time um, with the Caffeine Partnership, uh, with my super fast work and with interviewing people and speaking on stage um, and running workshops with leadership groups. You meet people and you hear what they've done. And when you hear the start of the story, you think everybody around them would have thought that was impossible. But they make incredible, impossible things possible by being smart leaders. And that makes me positive. I also hear um, and see a number of people inside big organizations and small organizations who really care about what they are doing and the impact they're having. And I think we're at a time when a conversation about conscious capitalism, about the role of business in society is really important. And the Marketing Society has just teamed up with the Institute of Real Growth, actually, um, who are looking at a stakeholder capitalism project. Um, So there's some very interesting conversations going on there. And I think marketers need to be at the heart of that. Uh, The continued debate about what role sustainable marketing has. You know, we have um, a podcast on Marketing Society podcast channel called Can Marketing Save the Planet? There's some two brilliant people running that. There's some great debates going on. So when you feel negative about the state of business, state of the world, state of politics, uh, seeing that there are some change makers who are trying to make a difference and seeing the impact they can have and have had sharing the stories and celebrating what they can do, that makes me feel incredibly positive. As we come to the close of our conversation, what are your three key encouragements for leaders, especially marketing leaders, um, to really lead with velocity, to take those strategic pauses, to connect, to have conversations, to keep learning, to keep growing their leadership and those around them? Oh, just three things. I love this. You know, it's a big, the the power of three, what would the three things be? Well, I think the first um, and important one is only connect. It is a crazy, super fast, complicated world. And trying to do everything alone is always pretty hard. We talked earlier about fortitude and the support of other people. But for me, Part of the great thing that I see happening with the marketing society is that we are a global community of incredible change makers who, when they connect with each other, can share insights from around the world, which spark a thought and help speed up other people's success. They can help you feel less alone when you sit around and go, well, yes, I'm struggling with that too. So we have, you know, dinners and conversations and and sessions and events where people go, oh, I'm struggling with this. How did you or or whatever? So only connect, you know, build your tribe. And I would say build your tribe because people and your community are the best accelerator. They'll help you and they'll also inspire you and energize you as well. That's the other thing. So build a community only connect would be the first point. I'd probably overlay um, uh, that saying that's a, mar- a marketing community because I think that 
absolutely anyone listening who works in marketing should feel incredibly proud of the role that marketing has to play. And we absolutely know that not everybody sees that and that marketing needs to be something that is explained and we probably need a rebranding but it's fantastic to see people are starting to understand the the power of brands inside organization and the importance of marketing leadership so standing up for that as well so only connect and make sure that you 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 talk about that i'm going to put that as the first one Uh, second is think about your pace setting And part of that is to manage your energy as well as your time. Huge theme. And I know, Annie, you talk a lot about walking, for example. And, you know, a simple, simple way to manage your energy every day is is to do a walk and talk with somebody, to um, be inspired, go and walk, to to work out a problem, you know, listen to Annie's podcasts um, as she walk as well. So finding ways to energize in your day every day, uh, being with people who energize you, just thinking about your energy will help your pace um, and varying it. You know, make sure you you are all ready to go fast when you have to, when a competitor moves, when it makes it all happen, Um, but building in the pauses to make sure people recharge, reflect and re-energize. Um, I think my third one, so one of my uh, favorite stories about a a really interesting entrepreneur and leader and and marketer, really, um, is the amazing uh, Barbara Posadin Verve Clico, so the widow, who inherited her husband's business at a time when women didn't run businesses. It's in the 1830s in France, you know, this champagne business, completely transformed the business. Uh, did a lot of work marketing champagne as an aspirational concept. I mean, she, she was fantastic. And this was at a time when there was war and revolution. There's all kinds of stories of her daring um, and, and her behavior. But on her deathbed, she wrote to her granddaughter and said to her, um, the world is in perpetual motion. This was true in 1830. Definitely true right now. The world is in perpetual motion and we must invent the things of tomorrow Go forward ahead of everybody else. Use your intelligence. And then she said the final sentence, which I just love. She just said, act with audacity. So that probably would be my uh, encouragement to everybody. Act with audacity. Audacity is such a fabulous word. It is bravery. It's courage, but it's cheekiness. It's daring. And actually, uh, this is a wonderful and positive world. And you as a leader and as a person who can make a difference can be audacious uh, and therefore invent the things of tomorrow and make a huge difference, even when things look impossible. Absolutely wonderful, Sophie. And the two words that spring out for me are velocity and audacity. And your encouragement to everyone who is listening to to lead with both. Uh, Thank you so much. And uh, to those of you listening, to find out more about Sophie and to get in touch with her, do follow her on LinkedIn where she posts regularly and also visit the Marketing Society website where there's so much going on. That's themarketingsociety.com and to find out more about the, the community and how you can join it. To listen to other leaders in conversation with me, Annie Townend, do go to my website, annietownend.com. A big thank you, not only to you, Sophie, but also to the Conscious Marketing Group for 
for helping me with all the marketing of the podcast, to Coco O'Brien for the wonderful intro and outro music and the lovely design, excellent editing and sound production. To contact me, Annie Townend, do email me on annie at annietownend.com. Subscribe to my newsletter via the website and follow me on LinkedIn. I look forward to connecting with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Sophie.